Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, one hour from now, tailgate moonshine. The latest batch, Azalea, just happens to coincide with the start of the Masters today. By the way, it's underway. Tiger getting set to tee off a little bit later on this hour. I'm looking at the odds according to DraftKings. Tiger to win, 9,000. Top 10 is plus 650 to make the cut minus 165. I checked in yesterday and felt like there was a lot of money on Phil and Tiger to miss the cut. I understand with Phil, but with Tiger, I think we always hold out hope that he will make the cut. And we're not seeing the same Phil Mickelson. And it's odd to see this because normally he's got a lot of confidence. He's got a lot of things to say. And, you know, maybe he's taken the higher road by going to Augusta and making sure that this was about the Masters, not about Phil. He's extremely popular with the fans, but now that he's gone to the other side with the Live Tour, and then you hear the story at the Champions Dinner, Phil sat there, and there are numerous golfers, former champs, who said Phil didn't say a word the whole night, which is really odd because Phil always has something to say. He has something to say about things that he shouldn't have something to say about. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And I would jump all over these live golfers to win the Masters. The odds are great. Dustin Johnson, plus 2,200. Cam Smith, plus 3,500. Brooks Kepka, plus 4,000. Heck yeah. Patrick Reed's odds to win the Masters, the same as Tiger's. It's not like these guys forgot to play, and they have been playing. Granted, it's only 54 holes with each event, but at that, at that course, it's local knowledge. The more you play, the better you are, and that's why I'm really surprised that these players got long odds. You know, by comparison, Scotty Scheffler plus 650, Rory plus 700, John Rahm plus 850, Jordan Spieth plus 1800, and Tony Finau plus 2000. 
Seton, what's the poll question for hour two? Is Mad Dog Russo set to join us, Todd? He absolutely is. Okay, give me the poll question, and then we'll uh, bring in Christopher Mad Dog Russo. We're going to change it up this hour, Dan. Most awkward situation in sports, the Ravens quarterback situation. Ooh. Mavericks. Uh, they got a bunch of problems going on there. Yes. The Packers-Jets trade or the Angels and Shohei. Wow. And the Ravens had a press conference yesterday where the reporters are saying, uh, what are you going to do about if you don't you know, bring back Lamar Jackson or there's a possibility and, you know, all of a sudden they're like, well, we're not talking about that. Like, uh, yeah, you are. You need to, I would think. Let's bring in Christopher Mad Dog Russo, host of Mad Dog Unleashed. Awkward situations here. Let me ask you the poll question there. Out of all of those, Shohei with the Angels, the Mavericks situation, uh, the Ravens with Lamar, and what's going on with the Packers and the Jets and Aaron Rodgers? Oh, good morning, Dan. Hi, bud. It's a pleasure to be on. I love the golf stuff you did there, and you're right. Those live players, I would take a run at Kepka. He won last week. He's healthier, plus 400. Was it 4,000, right? What'd you say? It yeah, 4,000. I mean, my God, that's a steal. I'm with you a thousand percent on that. Uh, uh, I think the Ravens is with Lamar. First off, Otani's going to last six months. It's too early to go big deal on that yet. Uh, the Packers eventually will make this trade as it is. And, you know, the Kyrie thing is a little awkward. I totally agree. Uh, but I think Lamar right now, the draft forthcoming, you know, he doesn't like them. You know, I don't think it's a question of them not liking him, but I don't think he's worth, they don't want to pay him $200 million. Then they got a, the, the compensation with the two picks and everything else. I think that's the most awkward one. That's a very good job by your guys with that, the Danettes, with the four of them. I love those four, but I would say Lamar uh, with the Ravens. I think that's the most awkward thing at the moment. You think the Angels with Otani, that gets worked out long term? Not sure. Uh, the one thing I would say there, Dan, is I don't think Marino wants to be the owner who trades Otani in July. So even if Otani and the team is awful, and, you know, they may not be, who knows, you know, they're off to a decent start, that even if they're, you know, 20 out on July 15th, July 12th, I don't think he wants to trade Otani. Do you want to be the owner who lets Otani walk? If Otani stays and he gives him a what you would consider a decent offer to sign a long-term deal and then he leaves, you don't get pounded. If you let him go at the deadline, that's telling everybody you weren't had no plans of signing him anyway, and you look bad. So I don't think Marino, who's 80 years old, wants that on his resume. So I think Otani will be an angel no matter how bad they are all year long. Yeah, I just wonder if you could get the biggest haul in baseball history for Otani. And granted, I wouldn't want to be the GM who traded him away, but I'd also like to be the GM who brought a winner to the Angels. And I don't think that you're going to win with Otani and Trout. I mean, you got the two favorites, two of the top three favorites for MVP in the American League, and you might not even make the playoffs. Cohen Rendon, too. The problem with, you're right, the problem with getting a long haul back, there's only a couple of teams you could trade them to that feel they could sign them long term, Dodgers and Yankees. Or maybe the Mets. Those three. Forget the Yankees. Mets and Dodgers would be those two. So, you know, if the Indians or the Guardians wanted them, what are you going to get back? Because they know they can't sign them. It's a two-month rental. Yeah. If it's trading to the Dodgers, and if you're Marino, do you want to trade Otani to the L.A. Dodgers? <laughs> I mean, he's 30 miles away. <laughs> and, you know, maybe you trade him to the Mets, and maybe you can, you know, fleece their farm system. I guess that's possible. But I still think at the end of the day, Otani will play for the Angels all year long, no matter what the record is in July. That's what I would say right now. I gave a stat earlier that all 12 games on Thursday were played in under three hours, which is nice. 
but is, is is are these rules having an impact here? Oh, I think they are, Dan. Uh, I mean, listen, opening day was 317 last year. This year was 240-something, 245. Throw in the idea that there's a lot more stolen bases. A single is a single. Uh, I, I think the rules, uh, you know, listen, I think it's been so much better. Look at the Sunday night game. How many Sunday night games last forever? And at 10-10, I'm sorry, at 9-10, the game was at 7. At 9-10, they're in the top of the ninth inning with the Rangers and the, and the Phillies. So I think it's so much better. Uh, I think it's long overdue. Uh, I think it's the quick – it's just you can sit there and watch it without, you know, sitting there for four hours to watch a ball game, you know, over game eight of 162. So I think it's a big plus. I do think you've seen it this week, Machado, Tim Anderson, especially with Machado, the umpires are going to enforce it. So I don't think you're going to see a situation where the umpires would get lenient and, you know, not enforce that pitch clock. So I think overall it's been a big plus. I think it's helped baseball. And I've said this a lot, and I don't know how you feel about it, Danny, and I wasn't a big WBC guy, but I do think baseball's got a lot more momentum to start the year than they've had in a long time. They had four and a half million people watch that last game on FS1, Japan, and the United States. They had Otani and Trout. I didn't get that wrapped up in it, but a lot of people did. And then you throw in all the rules. So I think baseball did have a had a very good start to their season. You know, when you know you got the Masters, you got the Final Four. So I think baseball had a good start to their year. I really do. Yeah, we, had, we talked to the commissioner last week, and I said, you know, this this might be your legacy. We might look back twenty years from now and say, you know what. Commissioner Manfred did, and he might have saved the game as maybe a little overly uh, hyped, but he modernized the game. He might Good be point. remembered for modernizing the game. 100%, Dan, and I think this is a commissioner who needed uh, a legacy moment. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, commissioners get killed in all the sports anyway, but for whatever the reason, Silva doesn't get killed because the players love him. You know, Goodell, the NFL is is in is impregnable, so he almost he kind of he can deal with it, and nobody cares about the hockey that much. So really, Manford, he's he gets pounded all the time. He got pounded last year at the lockout. He gets pounded at times when you know sometimes when he you know the piece of metal with the World Series. You know, his verbiage can get him in trouble. Yeah, uh, and I think unwarranted, and he's not they're not fair about it. But I think in this situation, he comes across very well. And I think this was a good deal. So I think he needs a legacy moment. So good for him if this turns out to be exactly that. He's Chris Mad Dog Russo, host of Mad Dog Unleashed on Sirius XM Channel 82, host of High Heat on MLB Network. Draymond Green says, oh, great. You want to have a minimum 65 games to be eligible for uh, postseason honors and first, second, third team all NBA. You're going to have bums who are going to make these teams because they're going to play more than 65 games and maybe some of these stars won't. I don't know what the solution here is, Chris, but is that asking too much to say you got to play in at least 65 games oh, each God, season? Oh, God, no, Dan. I'm with you a thousand percent. I mean, geez, that for the money they charge to go to these games and we can't guarantee, you know, for instance, I had a call a week or so ago who spent $600 to get two tickets to see the Philly at Denver, Embiid, and Embiid didn't play in the game. Yeah. Now, I know he had calf soreness, and he's played, you know, 65 games for the year. I'm with you a thousand percent. Bird, Jabbar, Wilt, Russell, Jordan. I mean, they must be just, really, you can't play 75 ball games in an NBA season? I mean, it, to me, it's a joke. 
And I, 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 you know, that's 20% of the season you miss if you don't play 65 games to be eligible to win the MVP. I mean, is that asking too much? I mean, you know, listen, when you and I, we got contracts, we're supposed to work a certain amount of shows. We're here in the big events. You and I are here in the Masters. We're here with this. We're here with that. Yeah. You know, there's a sense of responsibility. You, you can't play 70 games in an NBA regular season. Is the NBA regular season that worthless that, you know, it means nothing and you can get away with playing 56 games? I mean, that's what they're telling you. Well, then why are they charging me a fortune for the tickets? Why are they making a big deal about the playing thing? Who gives about the, who cares about the playing? It make any difference. You know, don't play, you know, play 40 games. You know, we separate who the good teams are and then play months of NBA playoff basketball. They got a major problem with it. You and I are old school. Yeah. But uh, if you can't play 65 games, my God, that's a disgrace if you think you should still win an MVP. And the MVP should mean something. It should mean something, the MVP award. You should want to win an MVP. What the players are telling you by moaning and glory about 65 games is they don't care about the MVP. That's it. That's it. How do you keep the Jets Aaron Rodgers story fresh on your show? You don't. You don't. I haven't talked about it this week. Now, you and I are old school hosts, and that's why, you know, you know, people, you know, our, our fans like it because you and I care about a little baseball. You know, we care about Masters on opening day on a Thursday. You and I care about the NCAA tournament. You know, you and I care about just NFL football. And so as a result of that, you know, you did Sports Center for 100 years. You, you care about that stuff. I've been doing this since 89. I care about all the sports. And now today, if it's almost like it's football 24-7. And when I can get around and get away from it for a, a month or two, and this is the time you can do it, you know, right around the football, right around the end of the season, before a week or two before the draft, I'm going to do it. So for me to sit there and talk hour upon hour about Lamar Jackson, to sit there and break down the Jets giving up a second or a first-round pick, Rodgers go, not go, oh, enough already. I, I, I can't – let me do something else. So I enjoy this time of the year where I can, we can break and do a little golf. We can do a little NCAA. Maybe we can do a little NHL first round of the playoffs. How good are the Bruins? You know, so from that standpoint, I enjoy this period, and I, I'm happy. I do enough of the Jackson on the ESPN that one day a week. I haven't done it at all this week on the radio. I haven't done it. Maybe you have. I haven't done that much. No, because I can't add to it. And that's why I always say, if I can and I can advance it, then I will. I won't check a box and say, I've got to talk about Aaron Rodgers every day. I've got to talk about LeBron every day. I don't want, or Dak Prescott every day. I, I just don't want to do that. I don't, I, that's not fair to the audience to say, hey, I'm going to troll you because these are the top stories or top people we're supposed to talk about every day. Well, you and I, again, I don't script a show. I don't think you do either. I mean, you go in there and, you know, you have an idea what you want to talk about, but you go in there and you do your thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, too many people say, oh, I better do football. God, it's football. I, I better do the draft. I better do a little more. And I, that's what people want to hear about. I don't look at it that way. I'll do what interests me. And the day that it's not interesting to the other to the people out there is the day I'm going to leave. Uh, Chris, we're not interested in what you think. I don't care about the Sunshine Double and Medvedev and Alcaraz. You know, <laughs> once they tell me that, I got to leave. And you're the same way, Dan. You're the same way. Are you, you all in? You talk about what you want to talk about. Are right. you all in on Rodgers going to the Jets? Is it the right yes, move for I'm the Jets? I'm all in with that. Okay. I'm all, I think that's good for the Jets. Yes, I am. Okay. I think the Jets have to do it. They haven't made the playoffs in millions of years. They've won one Super Bowl. They sort of have a now team. 
I wouldn't give up the first round pick. There's no re- no reason to do that. Packers are dead. Packers have to get rid of him. And there's nobody else. Yeah. Tennessee, he's not going to go to Tennessee. So the Packers are really, they have nowhere to go. So it's going to be a second round pick, but I am all in on the Jets. They have to bring him in here. Have to. And I think Rodgers has plenty left. Who's closer to winning a championship, the Jets or the Knicks? The Jets. It's so hard to win there, Dan. You know, the Knicks have had a good year. I mean, they're going to be 50-50 to beat Cleveland. You know, the best players always win. Do the Knicks have the top 10 player on their team? They really don't. Embiid, Tatum, Kawhi, Curry, Jokic, uh, Anthony Davis. The Knicks don't have uh, Brunson, and Brunson's very good, but he's not. You know, I mean, is he, he's not Giannis, and those are the guys that end up winning the championships. So the Knicks got the respectability, made the playoffs like they all do in the NBA. Uh, if they ever win a round against Cleveland, we'll have a parade in New York. But the Jets with the quarterback and the fact that, uh, you know, it's beating Mahomes won't be easy. But I do think the Jets are closer than the Knicks are to winning a title. I'll leave you you with this. If I gave a New York sports fan one wish. Well, that's a good question. That's a very good question. Now, my suggestion would be, and I'm not a New York fan, is to get a new owner for the Knicks. Okay. You're looking at it from a standpoint of not playoff success. It could be anything. Because I, think I don't think it. you get playoff success if you have that. Current. I think I think you hit it. I think that that's a brilliant job. I think that I wouldn't have thought of that. That's it. It's Dolan. Now, that is tempered a little bit late, lately because the Knicks have had a good year. And they brought Brunson in. And Leon Rose has done a pretty good job. And they like Thibodeau. And for the most part, he stayed out of the way. Now he's gotten wrapped up with this stupid, you know, facial recognition nonsense, <laughs> which is so petty. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, you know, and the Rangers are good, and he owns them too. So you got to look at it from that standpoint. But that's a good one, Dan. But did Dolan, I, I Dolan think, ever get mad at you or Mike yeah, when yeah. you guys criticized, and yeah. did, did he hold it against you guys when you would criticize uh, him? You know, he was pretty good. You know, he. A little bit, you know, but we took his side with Marv Albert, which was a big deal, you know, and they had the issue with Marv and it was about the money and they let him go and they brought Breen in and everything else. Uh, yeah, we've you know, it's always, uh, he, now he says, you know, he doesn't listen to me necessarily on Sirius, so I'm not as wrapped up in it. And, you know, what might annoy da- Dolan compared to, say, the old days 20 years ago when you might say something. You know, we were very pro checkets. And so that bothered him because he made the change and check it's left and, and the Knicks had been terrible and, uh, and we were pro Van Gundy and they had a problem there too. So th- there was probably a time in the late nineties, early two thousands where he was annoyed at us. Uh, but I think for the most part, I, I haven't had a lot of dealings with him. And remember, he was very good to me and Mike with the show that we did at times at uh, Radio City. You know, we did that reunion thing. Yeah. Yeah. He he donated the building. He gave us the Garden of Dreams monument. And, you know, we did the whole show for the MSG charity, and he was great with that. So we basically have had a good relationship with him. But I think your point is well taken. I think the average fan would say, you know what, let's get a new Nick owner. I think you're right. Good to, good to talk to you, Mad Dog. Thanks for you're joining us. You're the best, us. Danny. You know how much I enjoy you. You're the best. Have a great good weekend. Time. Thank you, bud. You That's uh, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Uh Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel on Sirius XM, and uh, he also has High Heat 
That's available on MLB Network. We'll take a break. We'll uh, get to your phone calls coming up. Pau Gasol will join us coming up in an hour from now. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. LifeLock. Most people agree tax time is a pain. And the reason why I bring up tax time and LifeLock is so much information is out there. Scammers. Identity thieves. They can file taxes using your information. And they will falsify your tax returns. They'll get the money back that was going to go to you. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put so much information out there. That's why you need to protect your identity with LifeLock by Norton. Because LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own. If you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy to protect what is yours with LifeLock. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code PATRICK at LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com. Promo code PATRICK for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. Will and the Banks family back in a new season of the hit Peacock original series, Bel Air. Stream it now. New episodes Thursday only on Peacock. All righty. Got a master's update. And apparently, do we have a controversy? A little awkward situation. Kevin Na, who I think is on the live tour and he's playing in the masters. He started plus six on the front nine and withdrew. Ooh, WD. WD. That leaves Mike Weir's playing partner walking alone for the next 18 holes and presumably tomorrow for 18 holes. Yeah. And uh, the controversy is whether Kevin now is injured or just stunk and embarrassed, Mm. which uh, people are criticizing him on social media because if he wasn't ready to play or willing to play, you took a spot from someone else. However, he could be injured, so you want to be fair. Mm. Okay. Kevin Na out for the match. Oh, uh, here goes Todd. He was a little insensitive that they're playing na 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 <laughs> goodbye. Don't do that. He already feels bad enough. Too soon. And he may have a legitimate injury. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. <laughs> He's got a na injury. <laughs> uh, not available. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what na stands There's for. There's a bunch of people, a one under, no one really doing anything that early. <laughs> wow, not available. That's tough, dude. That is tough. <laughs> Too soon? Cold. Dang. Too soon. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yours was mean too, Todd. It was. was. What am I talking about? Na, 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 na. Goodbye. (laughs) Na, na, na. Is he a live golfer? I think so. I think the live guys, (laughs) there's a story out there that the live guys agreed to all stay until Sunday in case a live tour golfer won. Yes. That's a story that's out there. Yes. Does Kevin Na. No. Three and a half days? I don't think. Now you've already paid for your housing. Someone uh, live tour paid for your everything. Yeah, live live paid for that. I think the live wants the live tour guys to be in unison in case one of them wins. Mm. You got a stick. Yes, Todd. Six over. He played like he was six under. All right. Serviceable. Like six feet under. Kind of had like a Okay. Death I don't know if we run. need to wish death upon him, yeah. Todd. Yeah. No, he played like he was. Uh, How about you withdraw from this show? That's me. Mike and Tahoe. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Um, this is Mike's wife. Oh. He has lost his voice because of the SDSU game. Six, six foot, one ninety. Suck it, Mark. Okay. So, he would like me to relay to see in the pie in the face that Padres are going to win the NL West to see. And I said that. However, I'm a Giants fan, so I'm going to put that out there. Okay. And your name is? I'm Jesse. Okay, Jesse. Uh, Seton, do you want a piece of Mike and Jesse with? They uh, <laughs> got. Well, I shouldn't say it that way. Okay. Um, the Pad- Padres. That's not a no. Um, uh, oh, that's, you know, I had forgotten that I had gotten Padres fans so mad at me last year. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot I hate yeah. the Padres. Uh, a, do, you, uh, do you want a pie to the face? Uh, Mike's got the Padres winning the West. Uh, so I just have to have the Padres not winning the yeah. West. Uh, you, just, you just have the Dodgers win the West. Basically the Dodgers. Yeah, I'll take the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah we'll take a piece of that, Jesse. Give me another year of that bloated payroll. Yeah, well, yeah, what... Oh, I just want to tell Marvin, go Niners. All right. Uh, Thank you, Jesse. (laughs) 
Mike sounded like, you know, when you disguise your voice. Yeah, how many days later is dude still lost his voice? <laughs> I got it. All right. You may want to get that checked. Three days is a long time to still sound like I got to take it. I'm fine. I'm fried potatoes. I like that SDSU. Yes, you would be great for the Padres to see Tatis Jr. play a baseball game sometime in this decade. Yeah, that'd be nice. Fantastic player. I would love to see him play baseball again. Yeah. Jeez. Last game was 2021. Mm-hmm. It's too bad, too, because I really don't hate San Diego or the Padres. I know. But you, pl- you have said nice things about the Padres. Yeah, yeah. We actually have a great fan base around that area, why did too. You, why did you go after them? I don't remember. I don't remember. It's something stupid, though, that, like, I went for the joke, you oh. know? And I think it was a thing where I went for the joke, and then it just stuck for, like, three months. Chris in California. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, DP. Um, I was calling uh, Far East Norris County, um, big Angels fan, but... I want to get your opinion on Shohei. Um, if he continues to do this for, the, say, like the next 10 years, finishes, what, with a subpar three ERA, uh, 80 runs, 80 RBIs, average, do you think it's possible he can go down as the greatest player ever? Or being that he's not an American-born player, do you think he will ever have a chance to get that title? I'll take your call off air. Keep up the good work, boys. Right, thank, thank you, Chris. Could he be recognized as the greatest player of all time? I don't think so. Now, he might be the most valuable player when you consider, you know, that that he's bringing eyeballs not only in the United States, but around the world, certainly in Japan. But I don't know if he can you have two Hall of Fame careers. If I don't know if he'll play long enough. Let's say he's going to have 150 wins and he's going to hit 400 home runs then he's a Hall of Famer, certainly. We always go back to Babe Ruth, you know, but Babe was a pitcher, and then he became a hitter. He wasn't a pitcher and a hitter. I think he did that one season. But he won almost 100 games as a pitcher, and then everything he did offensively. Um, Can you compare the two? There's no other comparison. It has to be Babe Ruth, and I don't think he'll be able to put up those numbers. But what he's doing is more impressive, in my opinion, because he is pitching and hitting, and he's doing it at the same time. And, and you know, pitchers talk about getting ready for one start. You know, he's starting, and then he's going to be playing. He's going to be hitting. And, I, I mean, it's unique because we haven't seen that before. And at this high of a level. Do I think he can be the greatest player of all time? I don't. Uh, baseball is a lot of get-off-my-lawn guys. Uh, but if you say who's the most unique player of all time, he would be that person. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Babe Ruth is an interesting comparison because Shohei is doing them simultaneously and plans on keeping it that way. Babe Ruth was the best pitcher in baseball for four years. The best. Like If you look at the stats, he's right there. And then he stopped pitching and went morphed into a hitter, and he was, by far, he was the best of all time probably yeah. as a hitter. Babe won 94 games as a pitcher in basically four years yeah. and then stopped pitching he, by choice. Like, it, it, it's almost you can't do the comparisons. Babe stopped it. If they did it at the same time, if Babe did all of this, if he won, let's say, 90 games as a pitcher and had all these hitting stats, then, then it would be comparable. Can Otani do something like that? Now, is he going to, he's not going to hit 700 home runs. Babe had a batting average of what, three forty, three forty two. 
He's not going to get that. So it's it's hard to it's hard to compare the two. But that that's the only person you can compare him to. And maybe that's not fair to him. But what he's doing, I mean, it's it's fascinating to be that good as a pitcher, that good as a hitter. And it, nobody else is doing it. And I wonder, you know, when when Dion and Bo, uh, Brian Jordan, when they were playing two sports, I wondered was that going to spawn more players trying to do that? Well, you have to be good enough to be able to do both of those sports at that high of a level. And I wonder if Bo would have been, he would have been a Hall of Famer as a football player, and I believe he would have been a Hall of Famer as a baseball player. But trying to do both, and then he suffered the injury, uh, he's probably as unique as any, is there a more unique athlete than Bo Jackson? Now, I would say Jackie Robinson. I think Jackie Robinson's the greatest athlete of all time. Because... He did baseball, basketball, track, football. And baseball was considered his fourth best sport. And he became a Hall of Famer. And he played at a time when, you know, what he went through, even with his own teammates, didn't even want him out there. I don't think anybody comes close to Jackie Robinson. But, but Bo would be, I guess, the most unique because he was doing it at the same time. Yeah, Paul. Okay, when you watch like high school baseball and you see those all American kids and the pitcher is like twenty and oh, he's also probably the best hitter on the yeah. team. And then they, they pick a direction from him in, either in college or the minors. That's how it's been done for what, fifty years probably? Do you think the Otani effect long term could be more guys say, There's a possibility to do this and the financial benefit yeah. of doing it. it. Let's say you go to college at, at uh, Wichita State, a good baseball school, and you like, Skip, I'm I'm doing both. I, I you want me, I'm gonna do both because as a recruit you may have that power. You go to the minors, you say, I want to do both, and, and we could do it. So that may be the byproduct of Otani. I think when we see that he's going to sign for $600 million and he's taking up two positions, two roster spots, will you get players? Now, you got to be able – you can want to do it. Can you do it at a high level? Can you be above average at both hitting and pitching to be able to do that? And that, that would be some rarefied air. Uh, Mike in Tampa. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Good, good. Um, yeah, I love what they're doing. Um, we're really, we're really hyped up down here with the Rays being 6-0. and I know they're playing not the greatest teams right now, but, hey, you know, 6-0 and is 6-0. and So, yeah. But I really love, I really love what they're doing in baseball right now in the game. But I did want to touch on something that happened. A guy called yesterday about – how he went to the game and it was over by the time you sat down. And you get that feeling by the time, you know, you're paying for parking, you're paying get a couple of hot dogs and some game flows, the game's over in two hours and ten minutes. You know, I never really had a problem with the length of the game. It was the, the content within the game. So now, you know, it's fun. It's great to watch. The game is fast-paced. And, uh, you know, I don't know what they can do. Maybe add another inning. Maybe make it 10 or 11 innings. <laughs> No, 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 I don't think so, Mike. Now, they do have the stupid runner on second base to start the 10th inning, which, you know, the commissioner's done a lot of good things, but the runner on second to start, put him on third. I mean, yes, he... I I haven't been to a baseball game, but are people overreacting a little? To how quick the game is? What, they've shaved off like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, but all of a sudden the game's over! (laughs) It's 20 minutes. 
It's 20 minutes out of like two and a half hours. Oh, the game, I went to get a drink and then the game was over. Like now we're complaining. It, they go no, it's too, too quick. Bad. No, I'm not getting my money's worth. <laughs> like what do you, that's, you got, you got, you went to the bathroom and came back. The game didn't, you didn't miss five innings. Yeah. Yes, well, <laughs> yeah, I, but I agree. I think this whole rule change is, is much more for TV. If I went to a ball game, I've never sat at a ball game going, "Is this going to be over?" Because you could leave at any time you want. You know, it's not a control. Yeah, you're not held hostage. Yeah, sometimes it felt that way in the yes. old White Sox place. Yeah, I just I want movement. That's all I've ever asked for is we get movement back in the game. Stolen base, hit and run, maybe somebody bunts. Just the little things that we grew up doing, and it's not like imagine little league was. You either strike out or you hit a home run. And you have to go watch one of those games with your kids. That's what baseball has been. I took the care of the uh, strikeout part of that. <laughs> so did my son. Oh, yeah. yeah, so did my son. Uh, that's why I'd stand in center field. You know, because then you, you know how the parents are going to go, all right, all right, you know, hey, Jack, come on, let's go get a good piece of that. All right. And, and then you know he's going to strike out. But, he, but the, the dad's whose kids are really good, are, are trying to cheer you up when you're going, it's all right, he'll get him next time. Don't worry, Dan, he'll get him next time. He's right on it. He's right on that bitch. You know he's going to strike I did. Out. I know. I did. I know. I know. I was honest. Yeah, I, I'm, you know what? We always love to talk about our kids, and, man, they're the greatest and the smartest and the 99th percentile. Yet sometimes you just... Got to tell the truth. And thank God he's a wonderful man <laughs> and a great father. But uh, it just, you know, he couldn't catch up to the fastball. That's all. Yeah, Paul. Shockingly, I've told you this before. I was a grade school wrestler and I stunk like I did at every sport. But I remember one time I got pinned. Not one time of the times I got pinned. <laughs> and my, my dad saw how bad of a wrestler I was. So I was trying really hard, skinny little kid. And, you know, in wrestling, you bridge, you go back on your head, and that's a way to avoid a pin and get out of it and stuff like that. So, I did, I did a lot of practicing of bridging. I remember one time I got pinned, but I made the kid like, it took him like 45 seconds after he got my back to get me down. And I remember I walked off, you know, that, that sound when they go and hit the pin. It's, I'm very familiar. And they do it right by your ear too. It's like all of a sudden, whistle. It's traumatic. I remember my dad put his arm around me. He goes, you made him work for it. You made him work for it. He was trying to say something nice. Yes. Yes. I, I thought I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 In the moment, I didn't feel bad. I was like, he goes, hey, man, that guy had to work for you. Like, yeah, man. I got like 9-0 in a wrestling match. My son was up, and uh, there were two outs. And uh, I remember I started, I came down out of the bleachers, and I was getting ready to go start the car. <laughs> you didn't have a remote starter. Uh, I, if I had a remote starter, I would have used it. But it's like, uh, you know, I was just getting a head start just in case. Yeah, uh, and then he, he struck out, and then uh, had the car warm by the time he got in there. <laughs> You're walking as he's on yeah, yeah, pitch two. Yeah, hee uh, okay, game over. Okay, how about we take a break here? <laughs> father of the year, right here. Yeah, father of the year. Take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker. 
for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Cam Newton, who sort of had a pro day last couple of weeks, came out and said that um, there's only, I think, 12 quarterbacks that he would be a backup for. Uh, <laughs> so he says... He, he's dictating terms? Yes. Cam would be willing to back up these 12 quarterbacks. Uh, there's a couple in here that are surprising. He would be willing to back up Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson... Justin Fields, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Sam Howell, and Malik Willis. Those are the 12. But he also said that he would love to help groom C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. 
Um, I don't know if Cam can pick and choose where he wants to go here, but that's what it sounds like. He's trying to dictate that. If you're Cam Newton and you want to play, then go anywhere. But if I'm a GM or a coach, I don't want Cam Newton as my backup quarterback. If I could get Cam to help Anthony Richardson, then I would make him a quarterback's coach. I don't want him to be always there on the sidelines. When Anthony Richardson throws an interception, we immediately cut away to Cam Newton on the sidelines, warming up, loosening up his arm. I, I got to have somebody who is boring and non-threatening as my backup quarterback. <laughs> Andy Dalton, come on down. Actually, he might be too threatening. He's still pretty good. Um, but getting the mindset to be a backup quarterback, thats what, I don't think Cam is capable of doing that. And I understand it. I wouldn't be because you're always waiting. Like somehow Steve Young, who became a Hall of Famer, had to stand there on the sidelines with Joe Montana. And even though he knew he could play, wasn't going to get a chance to play. But you still had to help Montana get ready for the opponent. And that's really hard. And the only time you're going to get in is if it's a blowout or Joe gets injured. Or they ended up trading him, obviously. Uh, I saw this story with Babe Ruth Bat. Sold for, I think, uh, $1.8 million. $1.85 million. And how did they verify that that was Babe Ruth's bat? They call it the Polo Grounds Bat. It was known for, uh, he played using in home games until 1922. They found a photo from 1921 and 1922 of him swinging it. They used an expert to match up the photo and the indentations and markings on the bat hmm. to the photo, which is like a next level of corroboration. It was also it was used in the 21 season where he established uh, records for 59 homers and his career homers. It's got a perfect 10 grade from the authentication, ser- authentication services. And uh, you know it's kind of like the highest, most sure thing where you know he used it and there's photos that go along with any type of display that you have. I think the bat, though, was really, really, really heavy. Because normally you'd get like 34, 35, 36. I think that might have been like 44, 44 ounces. Is that right? Yeah, and the average one is these days is 32 ounces. Yeah. <laughs> That's taking a log to the plate. Now, he also sold, his jersey sold for $5.6 million. I think that's the most expensive piece of Babe Ruth memorabilia and maybe the most expensive baseball memorabilia. Would you want the jersey or the bat? Jersey. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want the jersey. I can frame the jersey. I can put it on the wall. What do you do with the bat? Well, I think you still hang it on the wall. Yeah, but I don't want to drill holes in it. No, you just put it on like uh, like the same thing that would hold uh, like a, uh, yeah. you know, like curtain rods. Yeah. Or something. Can you yeah. imagine like someone breaks into your house and you, you beat them senseless with, this is Babe Ruth's bat. You can't really do that with a jersey. Home security as <laughs> I hope well. That, I hope that scenario never happens. No, but, unlikely. But. I would rather have the jersey. Instead, I, you know, you could pick up the bat and swing the bat and you go, okay, you know, everybody's going to be coming over. They're not going to come over and go, hey, can I take out the jersey? I want to put it on. They may ask you that. That'd be kind of well, you're but, but you're not. You would not you, let them. No, you, you're not going to do that. Uh, did you see where Jordan's shoes from the 1998 NBA Finals in Utah were just sold? Uh, I think it was one and a half or maybe two million dollars. 
So Michael, we heard, we did a story about it a few years ago. He gave a bunch of those shoes to the the Bulls uh, training staff guy. Well, he gave it to Tim Halloran. Yeah, the PR guy. Yes. Or Tim Hallam is that his name? Todd. Correct. Tim, Tim Hallam. Tim Hallam who uh, helped me immensely when I was covering the, those NBA finals. But I was there. Mike wins the championship. He's got his jersey untucked. His shoes are off. He's got a Cuban cigar, and he's got the basketball. And he's coming into our Sports Center set. And Tim, who was the PR director for the Bulls, brought in those shoes. And I watched Michael sign those shoes. So... If anybody wants to validate or needs a val- you know, verification, I was certainly there when I watched Mike do that. And uh, Tim, I think, had quite a few pairs of Michael's shoes. Now he's got a boat. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think it was like $1.5 million, maybe $2 million for those, those shoes. Yes, Paul? I put Thanks Mike as the name of my boat or <laughs> Jordan Force, whatever. That's a, that's a score. Nobody thinks about that at the time. Hey, yeah, go ahead, take them. Or you buy a plane, call it Air Jordan. Right. Yeah. Update the poll results. By the way, uh, tailgate at the top of the hour. People are trying to log on at danpatrick.com. You can't get the tailgate moonshine until right at 11 o'clock. Just letting you know. But uh, once it's gone, it's gone, okay, until the next batch, and that'll probably be in a couple of months. All right. So uh, what do you have, Seton? Most awkward situation in sports. <laughs> we changed the uh, options a little bit, as somebody rightly pointed out on Twitter. Oh. Your options now are the Ravens quarterback situation, yeah. the Mavericks, Kyrie, Luka, etc. ETC. ETC, ETC. Uh, Angels and Shohei or the live golfers at the Masters. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Right now, uh, let's see. We've got 47% have the Ravens situation, followed by the live golfers uh, at the Masters with 35% of the vote. We're going to let you hear how awkward it was at the press conference yesterday with the Ravens. Fritzy with a very funny line. So you're saying you used to cover the Bulls. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, it's how like many a- anybody who was around at that point loves to tell you, I was there covering the Bulls. Well, I have TV verification. You I do. was on TV covering the Bulls back then. Final hour coming up. We'll hear from the Hall of Famer, Powell Gasol. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.